Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 122 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining is my co-host, Carlos. Right here. How are we doing today? All right. Looking so, forward to the weekend. I am too. This week was really long, abnormally oh, long, it was, for no reason. But. Today was a very long day. Yesterday was a long day until I got I got home from work early, and that helped a lot. But uh, yeah, it's been a long week. Yeah, they, I, I don't understand why they let you out early yesterday and not today, when Friday is the day everybody wants out early. Yeah, I don't know. Like There was a little bit more stuff for me to do at work today compared to yesterday, but it was, it was still a long slog. So, uh, this week I, I, what did I do this week? Oh, Monday I went to go see that movie Get Out. Did you like it? Uh, I, I liked it, but, uh, the whole movie's shown in the trailers and then you finally figure out what happened, what's happening at the very end of it. So it was kind of just like, meh, all right. And I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Key and Peele or uh-huh. like that whole thing, but there's some, it was a good movie overall, I guess. That movie's been like, has been well received by a lot of yeah. people and so. that might be why maybe if i would have saw it the night it opened or something i would have been like oh cool but no yeah i was just way over i don't know like it might just be that like it's a good movie that like because it was like i think it was metacritic critic that it like had the highest root no ron tomatoes where it had like an extremely high rating it, it it's one of the first of its kind where it mashes the racial and like takes away all that. I mean, it's still like the main part of the movie, but because I remember I saw the trailer for it and was like, "Wow, that does look intense." It it wasn't as nearly as intense as, as it was hyped it, oh, yeah. up to be, but uh, yeah, it it still it was still good. It was still good. The the twist was decent at the end. Not some good psychological horror in there. Or uh, not? no, no. Because right. you kind of understood what was going on from the beginning, from the trailers, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, there are some cool, par- cool parts to it. Right. Uh, did you watch anything? Go to anything? Do anything? I saw. Well, I just started. What I saw the first two episodes of the TV show Legion. Oh yeah, I just I downloaded the first two. I got to watch I like, those. I was, I I didn't know what I was like, gonna go and uh, was not sure what to expect, and it blew me away with how great it was actually. Hell yeah. Like, it, it's it was set in, like, the 70s, I, I think. I say I think because it's, you're, you're basically, your point of view ca- character is, uh, has spent quite a long time in the insane asylum, and he doesn't, I don't think he sees reality quite as it actually is. Because, like, there's somebody, I think, that had, like, a, a pad, like a, uh, like an iPad, basically, that they had stuff on for when they're interviewing him, like, that doesn't look right. Yeah, this is the seventies. They did not have. <laughs> they didn't have. I. Is I, it? Is it actually the seventies, or is it? Just, I think it's. I think it actually is the seventies. Did but you see the movie? It follows. It's a kind of like a weird horror movie. Yeah, where I, the I, I know STDs you're get passed yeah, around. Yeah, I, there's like, it feels like it's set in the eighties, but there's like weird technologies in it that make it so you're like, wait, what time period is this supposed to be? Like the thing is, like their clothes are all like very seventies. Yeah, but like at the same time, it could. And the tech, some of the technology is like very seventies, but at the same time, it could also be sent, sent present day. Yeah, but it's also kind of like really weird because like the main character has, he has mental issues, right? Yeah, and like he's, <laughs> but he's also very powerful. What and, what exactly is the show about? So it's about uh, I believe the main character's name is David. Uh, and so excuse me, he uh, basically he's been in a insane asylum for years. Yeah. And uh, you eventually you find out that like he has powers, like he can like one of the reasons he's been in there is because he's hear voices, hears people's uh, what people are thinking, and also like he had this big freak out like right before he went in where like uh, 
his like whole kitchen was destroyed and like basically it looked like he had like gone crazy and like ripped it apart but like no his like his powers did that but he's been in like uh an asylum for a while and uh, something so, happens and he basically gets out of there and there's it just like I only two episodes in and like it looks great and like Aubrey Plaza's in it uh, and she has a great role in it and like I spoiled it a little bit for myself and like she has a gr- she's done fantastic throughout the whole series apparently so far so the uh uh is this would have anything to do with the did you see the movie Legion that came out with Paul no, Bettany it had it's X Men related actually oh so I'll like it then for sure I like X Men so. yeah it's uh. <laughs> It like he's a mutant. I don't know if okay. they say the word mutant. They haven't yet. Okay. But uh, there's uh, like out in the comics, uh, I haven't gotten this far in the show. But in the comics, uh, the character is uh, the Legion character uh, is the son of uh, Professor Xavier. All right. Good to know. So like he, that's why he's so powerful, yeah. and he's also crazy in the comics too. Right. So yep, I'm gonna have to watch that. Cool. It was like not what I was expecting, and it was it's very stylistic. And like they just did a fantastic. There's a, there's a dance number in the first one. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so you watch Legion? Anything else? Not really. Not no. really. Uh, I I re-downloaded Steam on my computer. Uh, what Wednesday? Oh yeah. No Thursday. And uh, fuck. I, I I don't know how you guys do it. I'm not a video game person. I don't play video games. I always feel guilty when I play video games. But I was playing Civ Five again. I already have like thirty some hours on my at home my parents' computer one that I have over there, and then I just added eight more hours to it, just like that. Oh, well, like, it's a Civ game, but that's only thirty eight hours of a Civ game. You're the, but I mean I you're, mean you barely put any time compared to most people. The fact that so I was just I just woke up in the afternoon after I worked the Wednesday shift, and that was that Thursday or whatever yeah. that you asked if we wanted to record this. And then I look at my thing. I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to get ready for work now. <laughs> I'm like, how did four hours just go by? And then after I got done with work, I started playing it again at like 3.30 in the morning. And then all of a sudden 7 a.m. rolls around. And I'm like, oh, God, what did I do? So I just feel so guilty when I play video games. I don't know how you guys do it. Oh, like yesterday, I well, I didn't. I I don't know. Like a lot of the times I just put off playing my games yeah. for a while. Uh, yesterday I was like, all right, I'm going to get home. I'm going to play Mass Effect. Noon and Mass Effect came out. And I've been that playing a little sweet. bit of it. Like some of it's cool, but there's uh, recently there's way better games that have come out. Like there, it's pretty buggy so far. Oh, okay, but I but, uh, but I'm a sucker for space. Though, yeah, so. space is great. Uh, but one of the oh, things life that, just came out today too. I want to go see that. that. That does. But so one of the things about it is like yesterday I got home like or I have notes like I got home early so it's like I have plenty of time to play video games. No, I just spent a couple hours on like uh, getting my songs right. Getting my, uh, I don't know, I, I was taking my time doing all that I, stuff. I'm fine with blowing a whole afternoon watching like an entire series of something, but yeah, just sitting down and playing a video game, I feel like I've wasted a day like, for I, some reason. I like to do that, but like honestly, it's just hard for me to just actually get start get started doing that. Like, yeah, yeah. Once I sit down and start playing video games, I can do that forever. But uh, <laughs> until I start doing that, it's preparing yourself for that ten hours that you're gonna it's like, waste. Oh, I gotta get something to eat. Oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Uh, know, shit, I only have two hours until I. Have there's to go a to bed. book I should be I reading. I can't start playing a game. Now. I gotta get my brother his birthday presents. <laughs> I, I got all this stuff to do. Like it's just, I just don't get around to it. I don't know. I I I like playing video games, but yeah, I just can't get over the aspect of wasting days away and whatnot. <laughs> all right, Carlos, what have you been listening to? <laughs> All right, so uh, I was listening to listen to a couple things. Uh, um, let's see. One of the ones I listened to uh, was the album "Awaken My Love" from Childish Ga- Gambino uh, or Donald Glover. 
Uh, and the, one of the songs on it, uh, which we'll play, is uh, Redbone. So you make you go listen to it. I really, I, I actually like the album more than I was expecting. Because he, I, he has grown up a lot since his first album came out, and the first album, I was just like, this guy is so angry, but he's so funny on other things. But now, like, he's really genre bending. He's trying new things. I, I think he's doing an awesome job. That like, whole album's freaking like great. the whole thing is like, more, it's not like hip hop and and like uh, rap so much as it is like kind of a R and B. He goes back to like the roots because there, there's like a. Something like "All in the Family" is one of the tracks on there, and it. I when I heard it on the current, I was like, "Wait, wait a minute! Is this new Funkadelic or is this old <laughs> Funkadelic that I didn't hear about?" Because it sounds exactly like something from Parliament or Funkadelic. Uh, also, that Redbone song. If you go watch the live one from Jimmy Fallon, it's really, really oh, yeah. cool. He performed that on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Because like, like I was really surprised. I did not expect to like the album as much. Like I figured, oh, there'll be like one or two songs right, I might like, right. and the rest of it will be like, all right. But uh, yeah, I, the whole album was a fun listen. So nice. Uh, let's see what else did I listen to? Was uh, Milky Chance's album uh, "Blossom"? Uh, yeah, we, here's, uh, when uh, they first released a couple of tracks. I think I played. I can't remember which one. I I think I just played uh, "Blossom" or not "Blossom." Yeah, "Blossom" is the was it "Cocoon"? I cocoon, played "Cocoon." Yeah, you played "Cocoon." Yeah, which is, yeah, that's a good song. But uh, the one I chose uh, to play off was uh, "Bad Things." Featuring Izzy Bazoo. Izzy Bizzy, Izzy Buzu. Oh, it's something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, actually, I was actually going to pick this song today before Carlos even yeah. sent me a message. So, uh, yeah, this is a really good song from the album. I'll be hanging on this something special. I think so. Cause any Their voices go really well together. Yeah, like uh, like I the whole album was great. Mm-hmm. But There's like, a couple what, of them that, that are song? too slow for me on there. But yeah. otherwise, when they do those fast paced stuff like that, just so much. But fun. Yeah, the one thing is like uh, like sometimes it'll just start fading in the background. But when this, every time this song came out, I was like, oh, yeah. like it really drew, drew me back and yeah, and to it kind again. of from bad things cocoon, uh, the perpetua or whatever. That one's a good one, but I kind of got lost in that last half of the album. But when the last song, Heartless, came on, I was going to pick that for one of the songs, but I just couldn't find a good place. Yeah. I like how that one kind of slowly builds and builds, and then it's kind of just like a jam-out session at the back yeah. end of it. Yeah. I like that one a lot. And uh, also Firebird's really cool on there, too. Yeah. 
Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a great album. I really yeah. enjoyed this. And uh, yeah, if you haven't heard his first album or whatever, or their first album, the Sad Necessary or whatever, that one's got... Uh, Everybody's heard Stolen Dance. Stolen Dance on there, but Flash Drunk Mine is such a fun song to dance to. It's a good one. Uh, for me, I've been listening to two things. Uh, one of them is this band called Joseph. Uh, I've heard a couple of their songs a while ago on the current. I just finally picked up their album. It's actually really good. But uh, this song is called SOS Overboard, and uh, I dig it. I know there's Yeah, it's three girls, and their harmonizing is just beautiful. And they're called Joseph? Joseph, yeah. They're really cool. To check them out. Uh, their other song that was on the current all the time was White Flag, and it was like, burn the white flag! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then the other one is Ryan Adams' uh, Doomsday. I like this song a lot off the, his latest album. When I heard that album, that song before the album came out, I thought it said "When Tuesday Comes," but it's "When Doomsday Comes." <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. There's there's a yeah. lot of good music so far this there year. There is like I was actually yeah like just this uh, milk the those two albums I've talked about. Well, yeah, like, like the really past recent. two weeks or past two or three yeah. shows we've had or whatever. You've, yeah. you've, you've, you kind of stepped out of your boundaries. So I like it. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like it helps. You have like, more time to listen to whole albums. A little bit too. more time. Like yeah. I also like. Uh, I'll choose like. Oh, that song on the current sounds great. Oh, let's listen to that latest album then. That that's how uh, that's how I am too. I like listening to full albums. I I can't stand having like my iTunes library or something just filled with ones, 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 ones. I like yeah. to have the whole entire thing to like be able to reference and. Well, back. like a lot of the older songs on my library are just here yeah. and here, yeah. like just jumping around. It's like I go back now. It's like. I hate that now. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, well, I don't have the whole album. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> and that's what's fun having, like, if you have, like, those older songs and then actually go and listen to some of those old albums, it's kind of like, whoa, there's a lot going on. Yeah. All right, let's go into music news. All right. Are you a Gorillaz fan? They're all right. They're all right. Some, are, some songs like more than others. Yeah, same here. Uh, they just announced all the everything for their new album, all the highly anticipated everything with their new album. Uh, it is going to be called Humans with a Z, and uh, it'll be re- released April twenty eighth. Uh, Damian Alburn and Jamie Hewlett have revealed the cover art and track listing for the LP. Uh, there are fourteen tracks on the regular edition, five more on the deluxe, and in the super deluxe vinyl box set, it contains fourteen regular edition tracks on each one of their own pieces of vinyl. And the alternative side of the vinyl is an alternative version of the song, too. 
So that's interesting. I'm, I'll definitely have to pick it up. I really enjoyed their first album. Yeah, I and that, they, was, that was the only one I actually listened to, like beginning to end more than once. So are you, ta- is what, are you talking about the one with Clint Eastwood on it? Yeah, it was the one with Clint Eastwood. I on. didn't get in that one very much. The Dracula song on there and Clint Eastwood I loved, but then uh, Demon Days, I was that was on like rotation all well, the time. There's the me. one song where it's like. Is anybody out there? Like that's all it is. There's somebody yelling out, "Hello!" Oh god. Uh, uh, with all with these announcements, they put out a six-minute short video called Saturn's Brars uh, Spirit House. Uh, it's really cool. The animation's awesome in it. They actually went back to like 2D characters in a 3D world oh, instead yeah. of those ugly 3D uh, characters they had. Or oh, I think there's like the last one I saw was 3D characters in a real world. Yeah. Which actually, I kind of like that one. Yeah, that wasn't like, terrible. The- but I having like the 3D world and the 2D drawings, something about it is just kind of like very. It, it brings more of that Japanese anime style to it again. Well, it's uh, the the songs all right, Saturn bars, uh, but the video is really cool. Uh, there's also uh, music videos for Ascension, We Got Power, and Andromeda featuring Dram, and I got a sample of that one because cool. I like that song a lot. So uh, here's Andromeda. How do you say that? Andromeda. Andromeda. And then the, isn't that the new Mass Effect game? <laughs> it's too? The new Mass Effect <laughs> one, yeah. So does that mean we're getting closer to finding to traveling there? No, no. All right. It took them 600 <laughs> years in a video game. <laughs> and uh, this is featuring Dram. And that if you the Dram is some of those rap songs I played a while back, like yeah. the broccoli one and oh, yeah, the yeah. Cash Machine. Uh, so yeah, they have him on here, and he knows how to sing when he actually wants to sing. But uh, did you know Dram stands for Does Real Ass Music? No, I did not. <laughs> so here's Dranima. really groovy yeah. song i like it it's yeah. it's a lot different from what they usually do i don't know but uh yeah the other ones are pretty good too uh humans features contributions from grace jones mavis staple danny brown de la soul push a t uh some other people i don't know dram and many more uh also tonight in london the gorillas are going to perform the entire album live uh at a secret location which is still <laughs> to be or actually that probably happened now because it'd be midnight there ish right now so uh, that probably went over pretty cool, and I'm sure a lot of those people were actually at the show to be able to perform with them. So well, that's kind of cool, a uh, secret performance. Yeah, and then uh, also June 10th, which we talked about uh, a couple shows ago, the Grills will headline their Demon Days Festival in England. So cool. Uh, Lollapalooza returns to Chicago August 3rd through the 6th. Uh, the festival's lineup has been announced: Arcade Fire, Chance the Rapper, The Killers, Muse. Uh, they are all headlining. Uh, also on the bill, Lord, the XX, Alt J, uh, Run the Jewels, Justice, Blink 182, uh, Ryan Adams, um, Tegan and Sarah. Wow, it just goes on and on. There's a lot of good people there. I want to go. That sounds fun. Um, Anoni, uh, they, he, uh, I mean, she used to be uh, Anthony and the Johnsons. 
uh, released a new EP called Paradise. Uh, she will share the final track from Paradise in exchange for a gesture of anonymous vulnerab- vulnerability, as opposed to the dollar you normally send me in the olden days, she explains. If you'd like to get the final song of the EP, email me at email address and uh, share with me a sentence or two of what you care about most or what your hopes are for the future. She also notes, if you mention me or my work, I will not send you the track. Please keep the focus on yourself. It's an interesting way cool. of doing it, yeah. Yeah. Um, several international artists traveling from Austin uh, for South by Southwest were denied entry into the United States as contra- controversy continues to swirl about immigration issues both at the festival and in the country at large. Members of Italian bands Soviet Soviet, the London Jazz Group, Urban United Vibrations, uh, Canadian Egyptian hardcore band Massive Scar, Massive Scar Era. <laughs> Massive Scar era. Uh, Chilean band Trementina and uh, two other ones uh, all said that they were denied entry into the U.S. There was a, yeah, not, not quite music really, but there's an entire, uh, like the Africa, I think it was a trade union, or like just basically a whole bunch of people like from uh, Africa were like, were supposed to get together in America for like their meeting. Yeah. Basically none of them were right. able to get in. Right. So, I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All the, all the credentials, everything. Nope, yep, you're not allowed in here. Yeah. Great. Uh, Pearl Jam will be inducted into the 2017 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, this year. However, the Rock Hall doesn't always recognize a band's complete lineup. Uh, for example, Nirvana's pre-Dave Grohl drummer Chad Channing is not a member. Uh, and also former G- Guns N' Roses guitarist Buckethead. I did not know he was the former guitarist of uh, uh, Guns N' Roses. I would not have even known who the current one is. So the current one is Slash. Oh, I've heard of that person. But uh, that maybe like Buckethead and Slash because I thought Slash was there from the beginning. I just, I thought. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. Like I'd assume like uh, somebody like Slash would have been there from yeah. the beginning, but maybe like he was the rhythm or something. I don't know. Uh, the Rock and Roll, the Rock Hall's website specifies six members of Pearl Jam who will be inducted, including drummers Matt Cameron and Dave Cruson. Uh, three former drummers are not listed in, as inductees, and recently one aired his frustrations on Facebook. Uh, Pearl Jam have shared a note publicly inviting all every former drummer to uh, come with them to the ceremony. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a good. Like, it's, it kind of sucks for those who uh, were, were. I don't know. Like, were they on like albums that like weren't very good or something or <laughs> what? Like, uh, how do they like do that? Maybe they were like at the beginning, like two albums or something, and then they left the band, and then that there's a bit of new. I don't know. Like I, I could understand if it was kind of like what uh, Dave Grohl like did with when he was in the Foo Fighters, and like he had a drummer they brought on, and then he basically redid all the stuff, the yeah. drummer stuff on the album. Yeah. And like I could understand, like if that drummer wasn't in, but like, inducted or and something Dave like that, Grohl but... wasn't originally in Nirvana, yeah. So yeah. yeah, he was inducted, but the other guy wasn't because I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. But I don't know what uh, the other what they had even done with the other drummer before then. So I mean, all I know, I think I think the two coolest rock bands, like actual mainstream rock bands, have to be Pearl Jam and the Foo Fighters, which is how gracious they are about a lot of things yeah. especially Pearl Jam how they were in the 90s and stuff and now he's just like this chill old hippie <laughs> still sings all those songs though uh, and then in sad news Chuck Berry has died he was 90 years old and died of natural causes uh, the den- legendary rock and roll innov- innovator influenced the Beatles Elvis Presley Rolling Stones and countless other musicians of every generation that followed him 
Um, Charles Edward Anderson Barry was born in St. Louis in 1926 and got to start playing guitar in clubs around the city. 1955, during a trip to Chicago, he re- recorded a version of the Hillbilly song Eat a Red uh, for the blues label Chess, retitling it Maybelline, Won't You Be True. Uh, more hits followed throughout the 50s, Roll Over Beethoven's Sweet Little 16 and Johnny oh, yeah. Be Good. That was hit. Those were him? Yeah, that was wow. Chuck Berry. Yep. Roll Over <laughs> Beethoven. I saw that movie so many times, Beethoven, <laughs> as a kid. That uh... That's weird to think that that was the early 50s, yeah. like, whatever yeah. 50s. Uh, Barry toured endless, uh, relentlessly and appeared in movies like Rock, Rock, Rock and T.A.M.I. Show. Uh, throughout the last few decades, Barry continued to tour the old the oldies circuit countlessly. Uh, in 2001, Barry collapsed during a show in Chicago's Congress Theater, later citing exhaustion. He announced his first studio album in almost four decades, Chuck, uh, last fall uh, for his 90th birthday. And I think it's been released. I have one of the new tracks right here. So uh, rest in peace, Chuck. Maybe. If it's kind with us today. Is it going to give us another of those issues that we had last it worked week? worked just fine earlier. <laughs> Jeez, that was that was queued up so perfectly. It's just gone. Just all the way gone. Damn you, Internet. Why do you have to ruin everything? Everything is everything. Is everything Chuck Berry? <laughs> Maybelline, won't you be true? Oh, Maybelline. Yeah. All right, we'll just play this one. All right. Yes, no, it ran my butt. I was looking for George. Yes, 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 yes. When I was a little bitty boy. How the hell is that a 90-year-old man singing that right there and playing the guitar there? You know, I can only... He was playing guitar as a... Wow. He was still touring, right? Like, ever up to when he died. Same with B.B. King. That's pretty impressive. It's crazy. For being 90 years old and doing all that that stuff. I mean, his sound hasn't changed very much in in 60 years, but, uh, yeah, you can still play those chords just fine. (laughs) There's a song on there called Lady Be Good. I wonder if it sounds just like Johnny Be Good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's my my news. Did you hear anything newsworthy? Not really, no. Not, no, not really, no. Not All really. right, weekly theme. weekly theme our theme this week is songs inspired by other songs uh what was our theme last week uh let me scroll back up here was it cars no 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 complimentary songs complimentary so last week it was a song that compliments another song if they're like played back to back it works really well so this week we did songs inspired by other songs where it'd be this song was probably a lot older than this song so this song was inspired by that song or something like that yeah uh I could have had a whole thing of David Bowie here. 
You could have. I could have. There yeah. was a lot of David Bowie I mean, stuff it I could have done I, too. It, Space Oddity and uh, Ashes to Ashes, both major. Well, Tom. like even like uh, yeah, like the those the ones I had like last time, like that was yeah yeah. And then also he did the song for Dylan, which he tries to sound like Bob Dylan in it. And then he did a song. Uh, he did uh, Black Country Rock, where he tried to sound like uh, that one guy, T Rex, Mark Bolin. <laughs> Oh, there's a couple, there's a bunch of others. I was like, oh, I could just go on for days with David Bowie songs, but I didn't. I I only have my first one as a David Bowie one. Uh, you can start it out. Right. Did you have fun with this one? I did. Yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. Like I had a couple of these like picked out like yeah at the beginning. It was like yeah, I'm gonna go with those. And I had to like search around for one of my. I did I did some research on most of my stuff. I mean, it was only three yeah. times we did this, but I did research and found out a lot of cool things about a lot of different songs. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, my first song is going to be uh, All Along the Watchtower from Bob Dylan. Uh, it's been covered multiple times, mo- most notably by Jimi Hendrix. Yep, which is everybody thinks that he wrote it for sure. Yeah, and like, uh, and not Ze- Led Zeppelin. Like I, like, I don't know. That's a mistake <laughs> yeah. I always make. I, I always was make like, that. maybe I should have chose the chose the what? How did you describe it? The, the Zeppelin version. But he said something like the superior, better Zeppelin <laughs> version. And I was like, you version. mean Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> I don't know. That's a mistake I always make. But. Uh, Anyway, but like, yeah, like everybody just assumes that it was Hendrix all along. And like, I do like his version better. Uh, but yeah, so this is uh, Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower. There must be some way out of here, say the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion, I can't get no relief. Businessmen, they drink my wine Plowmen dig my earth None of them along the line When, when I was trying to track the song down again and ended up buying it, I forgot that the song isn't Hurricane. It has the same... I, I, he, he must have been inspired by that song to write Hurricane because the, the background in there it has the same drive as Hurricane. Oh, yeah? And uh, I kept waiting for it to break down into, <laughs> this is the story of the hurricane. And no, it never does because, yeah, nope, it's not that <laughs> song. Uh, yeah. So uh, the song that uh, it inspired was, uh, well, so there's two characters mentioned in the song, All Along the Watchtower. And they're the Joker and the Thief. And my inspired song is titled The Joker and the Thief <laughs> from the band Wolfmother. And I can't imagine which Joker and the Thief they're talking about. God, I, I haven't listened to Wolfmother in a long time. My ears kind of hurt for a second there after I was listening to it. I mean, I like Wolfmother, but it's well, been have, a long have, time. I got to listen to uh They have an album that came out last year, and I got to oh, listen really? to that. Oh, so. really? I, I like the Cosmic Egg album. They did a good job on that I one. enjoyed that, yeah. The uh, I remember when they first came out, 
and there was a lot of confusion because nobody really knew who the fuck Wolf Mother oh, was. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, wait, Robert Plant is singing anything? Wait, Led Zeppelin's back <laughs> together again? Wait. But now that I've listened to him for so long, it's like, no, he doesn't sound anything like uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin at all. Yeah, I really like their like first two albums that they dropped. I, I'm bummed that I never went to that show at the Myth. I, I was. Oh, I, you missed uh, seeing them? Yeah, like when that, that the Joker and the Thief album or whatever. Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, oh, that well. and that's like one of my favorite songs. That they did. Well, yeah. that's also their one of their most. There's famous a lot songs. of really good songs on that album. Yeah, uh, was it Colossal on that album too? Or yes, yeah. I think so. Let me look quick. There's another one, Wolf. Yeah, I have. I I listened to that album quite a few times. So, but I don't know which one it was. Or uh, yeah. Dimension, White Unicorn, There's Where the Eagles one. Have Been. That's Apple a great tree. Uh, where Eagles Apple Tree is a good fantastic. one too. Yeah, uh, Colossal. I do not see on must have been a different one. Two albums. Cosmic Egg has California Queen. That uh-huh. was a good one. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there's my first two songs. All right. My uh, my first two songs are... Yeah, I, there's nothing to be even said about them. Somebody made a lyrics video to this. <laughs> ba ba boom ba ba it. <laughs> yep. And there's the difference right there. Doom doom. Yo, VIP. Barely. Let's kick it. Doom doom. That's the difference. And listen, I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a hawk. Yep. I wonder which version you prefer. I have no clue. <laughs> I, I like them both. <laughs> all right, what you got? Uh, all right, so my next one is a little bit different. Uh, so originally, my first pick is going to be uh, 26 million views. I know. Uh, and that's not even like an official release of it. Like, that's just the. So this is a. Megalovania, uh, composed by Toby Fox, originally for a uh, a hack he did, uh, the a final boss that he he composed this music for a final boss in a game that he uh, he hacked had a hacked version for uh, Halloween hack of Earthbound, and it's been used multiple times since uh, in various projects, uh, but most note mo- uh, most notably as the final boss music theme for the genocide playthrough of. Toby's own mega cult hit indie game, Undertale. Okay. And uh, yeah, this is a uh, <laughs> this is that uh, boss theme. Okay.
I mean, the song's pretty badass, yeah. but I'm confused well, like, about those views. Well, like, part of the thing is, like, some of the feelings of the, the game helps bring okay. up. Because, like, the the only way to get that, that for that song to play is to basically be a massive fucking asshole in the game. Because, okay. like, this game is, like, uh, it's uh, like it looks like an SNES game, but, like, it's a lot deeper than that. The system, and, like, there's, like, options. Like, generally, for to have a good playthrough, you want to be merciful and, like, not kill a single monster in the game and, like, spare everybody as you go through, and then you get the best ending in the game. Hmm. To hear this... You kill every monster in the game. Yeah. Like, a lot of them, like, they're like, all right, self-defense. But some of them, like, you have to be, like, a total dick to kill. And this is, you fight a secret hidden boss. It's the most difficult fight in the whole game. because He has one health, uh, one attack, but he uh, cheats, which mm. is the, the boss, because he's not fighting, like, the character. He's fighting you, the player, at this point, because he's it's a meta game. The whole game is kind of meta. As far as uh, when it gets to that point. But uh, if you hear this boss music, you're going to have a bad time. But anyways, uh, now you may not, you may or may not be aware of just how beloved uh, Undertale has been to a great many people. But the music from that game has been covered, remixed, re- and lyricized <laughs> like mad by a great many people. To the point where more than a few YouTube channels have basically took off from doing these versions. Uh, the song Megalovania in particular... Oh, I had a guy call for there for a second. The song Megalovania in particular ha- was a very popular choice to the point where choosing a single song from Melissa Creations inspired was actually difficult. Uh, there was one, for example, a cover I liked that was a intense symphonic metal cover. But uh, I chose uh, this lyricized piano cover from Adriana Figueroa sure. for, or Adriasaurus on uh, YouTube. Like it's a, I'd recommend Undertale if anybody wants is looking for an indie game to spend a, a, maybe a couple hours with. I'd recommend that. It's on Steam generally for not too expensive. All right. Yeah, but that that was my second choice. Uh, choices. Cool. Uh, my next one. Uh, this is Thin Lizzy. The song is called Whiskey in the Jar, and uh, Molly is throughout the song. Uh, he's bringing money back to Molly to take her away or something like that. I don't know. Wait for my daddy. I don't know. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after the long guitar solo, there is a uh, back at Molly's chambers, something, 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 and here it is. <laughs> Be a drunk and rich. 
Uh, one of the comments on here is this song is was my gateway drug to Irish traditional music. Well, <laughs> like actually, like that Thin Lizzy version isn't even the oldest version. Yeah, isn't it what the Dubliners or something, or is it who is it? I think it's like actually no, because I think it's actually traditional. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, so like. But yeah. this was his gateway into oh, yeah, traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that song a lot. Okay, he sings about going to uh, Molly's chambers. And uh, way, way in the fe- well, not way in the future, what, like 30 years in the future, something like that, Kings of Leon decided to write a song called Molly's Chambers, and it's on their first album, and uh, it's a great song. If you haven't listened to their first album, it's so good. Uh, it's called Youth, no, it's, uh, yeah, Youth and Young Manhood. It's a good one. And when she gets into your head, you know she's there to stay. That song's even older, older than I thought. 1650. 1650. Wow. It's a traditional uh, Irish song, so folk, Irish folk yeah. song. So, but yeah, that's pretty fucking old. 1650. Wow. Well, I like then. What version. other songs like that old like still get played? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like Mainstream every- rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. That's a long time ago. I, I, I was watching King Kong down at the bar last oh, night yeah? when I was working. 1933. For the su- original? Yeah, Black I and was White? surprised. And 1927 was the first talkie. I haven't seen the original King Kong for quite a long time. Pretty but awesome. I saw it before, yeah. For 1933, the, yeah. the graphics they could do were cool. It's pretty impressive. All right, what you got? So my final set, uh, my first one is going to be uh, Old Man from Neil Young. And... Uh, it's a classic Neil Young song. I'm sure I've mentioned the song on the show before. Uh, and he wrote it after he bought a ranch that came with an old ranch hand. So here it is. Yeah, so uh, now this is my uh, next one. The one that's inspired is Old Man from Red Lake King. Now, this is an interesting song in that a big news was made of it uh, before uh, it came out in the fact that Neil Young actually granted permission for his original version to be sampled for Red Lake King's own that's song. Cool. Uh, and, like, it's 
quite a bit different than the original. Like, it's not about, like, an old ranch hand. This mm-hmm. is about, like, his father. So, yeah, this is a... Uh... I was wondering if that was an actual sample in the background yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that. One of the comments on here, best day of my life when my son sent me this song. <laughs> Love you, son. Aw. That's yeah. I, I, knew, I, I like that song. Yeah. That's cool. It's a fun one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, I'll just tell you about these all right away. Uh, it is Journey and Prince. All right. And what do they have in common? Faithfully and Purple Rain. Oh, and yeah? I never realized until I did the research. I'm like, yeah, these songs do sound a lot alike. And... Uh, they're only a year apart. Uh, Journey was 1983 and Prince was 1984. Uh, after recording the song, Prince phoned Jonathan Kane from Journey to ask him to listen to it, as he was worried it might sound too familiar to Faithfully, a Journey single composed by Kane, which had originally been, which had recently been on the charts. Kane assured Prince by telling him that the songs only shared the same chords, but they're two different songs. So uh, yeah, I never, never realized That's it until cool. I listened to him back to back here. Uh, so here's Faithfully. Wondering where I am lost just picture purple rain in your head there yeah i can can <laughs> especially that end part there it's just like it well too. let's double check though <laughs> well, I, didn't, I, I didn't listen to that through until they that yeah. oh i didn't because re- that's kind of how purple rain even ends yeah. too yeah i didn't play that part of purple rain uh, it took me a while to track down it uh i so so on itunes i bought this in like 2005 or four yeah. on itunes and uh, that's when they were very copyright stringent. Oh, yeah, so I, I couldn't even play it on my iTunes for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so it, screw everything with iTunes and Apple at that time and day and whatnot. So yeah, I had to f- track down another version of it. So it's not the best ever, but it, here's Purple Rain. I never meant to call you. 
Prince's more slowed down and stuff. Yeah. But yes, that is definitely the same song almost. You know, this actually happens a lot in like a media where like people like come with one idea and like at the same time some other people right. come with the same. Well, like yeah, was, they, uh, it was probably on the radio or something and just heard it, didn't even think like, about there's it. There's like and... that, that Amazon series where like the two. Uh, the, there's this elderly couple that like uh, these two elderly couples like they split up because it, it turns out the husbands are end up are, wanted to uh, divorce so they could be with each other, and like I can't remember what, what that Amazon I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Amazon, that was an Amazon series uh, with some famous actors that mm-hmm. everybody would know of, but there was like a, a pilot uh, a pilot being floated around uh, Hollywood at the time for another TV show that was basically had the same opening oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they, like I actually was listening to a podcast about how they went into detail, like how, like, at the same time, like, they, the guy had ran into, like, the writer of the other, the one that ended up getting made. It's like, yeah, I wasn't copying or anything. <laughs> it was just, ex- like, I ended up being like Yeah, that, right, so. right. Huh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. learning about how inspired songs are inspired by other songs or yeah. even how songs are straight up stolen by other songs are, is, a, is a very interesting and legalities and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, so yeah, anything you like to add? Uh, no, I think we covered. We had quite some pretty I, interesting choices. Yeah, I could. I could have kept going and going with that yeah. one. Actually, I I like that one a lot. Uh, so yeah, I guess we can close her out, huh? And that's not even going into like we didn't even go into like the influences that certain bands had on other bands. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Like we would have never been able to stop. And like all the bands that got influenced, like the Beatles yeah. and everything else too. Like and then what? A Led chain, Zeppelin like, from all the Motown or all the yeah. old uh, the old uh, Southern rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me get to my notes here. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. Or not a Thursday anymore, every other week. Uh, usually on Friday night, Saturday mornings. Uh, the theme for our next show is? So, it's a very special one. You're not going to... It'll be a little bit of you a surprise. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. It's not. I'm not overstating saying that it's going to be the showdown of the century. Yeah, it's very springy, too. It's, so, it's very springtime. There'll uh, be a spring year step after <laughs> hearing some of these. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave and our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flagship show Department of Offense is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website at BlindNinjaStudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave and Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, don't forget to shop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Uh, when you do all your shopping on Amazon and check out, uh, Amazon kicks a little bit of money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's really cool. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnearstudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Not now! Want a dead guy? I don't know the last time I've actually had good guy here.
all the bullshit. Spend like five hundred dollars on fixing my USB ports and that thing, or get another one for a thousand. So I like the MacBook Pro. It's pretty nice. I wanted the the new new one, but then all the no, not that one. The the one the no, yeah, the one without the touch bar. But then it only had the two USB C ports on it. It's like there's still so much complication with USB C at the moment. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And I one of those ports is. Yeah, so then you have one port, and then it was like $300 more to get two more on that side, and it's like, what the fuck? Apple does not make No.